Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. Today, we are going to be talking about the reflection piece of the HSV Creative Project. Um, Again, I'll update you on some things going on in my life and just kind of share the day-to-day, highly sensitive person uh, type of living things through, I don't know, kind of what's going on in the randomness of my life. Uh, So here we are, week number four of the HSV Creative Project. Um, This is really where we start to work through some of those harder issues that are coming up for some people. Um, By now, we have the people who are very much like, I'm still in this, I'm showing up the best I can, look at all the things I've created. And then we have the people that are like, I tried once or twice and it just didn't work out, so I'm just not doing it. Um, Here's the thing, it totally is not This is not a place where you're going to be like, oh my gosh, you missed two days. That's it. You're out. (laughs) It's life. And I think the beautiful thing about it is that we are all so different. We are all at different stages of our lives. We are all dealing with different things that are being thrown at us. And the really cool thing about starting a project like this is I don't want to say there's no investment But kind of like what you put into it is what you get out of it. So if you're at a moment in your life right now, your plate is too full, you really don't feel like it's the right time, you're like, you know what, I need to focus on these other things, like, that's totally cool. I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, you cannot join our highly sensitive meeting anymore because you didn't do the project. No, that's like super silly. What this is, is more of a way for you to use creativity to identify those parts of yourself that you want to really help grow and those parts of yourself that you're starting to really kind of identify as who you are at your core. And I really, truly believe that creativity has given me personally that avenue of discovering some of those parts of myself that have always been there, but I've kind of just ignored throughout the years, and then they somehow keep coming back to me. So if you're like, I don't need to do this, it's too much, I'm stressed, then by all means, like, for sure, I get it. I'm not going to be offended. Like, I'm not, I don't mean to sound rude when I say this. Like, I'm not doing this for other people so that, like, I mean, I am, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say is whether other people show up or not, like that's not going to really affect whether I show up or not. So it's, I feel like some people are messaging me. They're like, I'm so sorry I missed a day. And I'm like, it's totally fine. Like you do what you need to do. I'm not going to be like harassing you to get anything done. So with all that being said, I did plan out some of the weeks. Um, So every three weeks, you're going to have the theme of reflection. And so your job, starting this Friday, or whenever you're doing this for the next seven days, is to pick whatever topics or themes from the past three weeks 
and just continue creating. So you're still going to create, but kind of the theme is a little bit more open-ended because what I really want you to focus on this week is not necessarily the theme for the creation piece, but more so the reflection while you are creating and while you are kind of assessing how your life is going at this point. Um, So as I begin to explore in week four, I'm going to go back to the reason why I started this project and kind of reflect a little bit more on my why. And I'm going to think back on, okay, at the beginning of these 16 weeks, I said that I really wanted to focus on connection with myself and those around me. How have I done with that? And how has this project helped me? Um, It's been really cool, to be honest with you, to be connecting with people that I've known for years and years, and I haven't really talked to them. And yet we find ourselves in very similar paths right now. So there is a very nice way to connect with someone that I've known a long time but I haven't really connected with them. So kind of like the theme of reconnection is surfacing up for me um, a lot lately. So that's been really cool. The other thing that I'm like kind of weaving in and out of this project is the connection piece of like the interconnection between people in your life. So I may have met someone um, in the past year or two, but they've known someone Like we have a mutual connection that they've known for years and I've known for years. And now it's like, oh, eventually our paths were going to cross anyways. Why is it that they've crossed now? So there's a lot of like deeper thinking stuff that's going on for sure. So yes, week four is going to be a reflection, but you have the option of creating within the themes of the last three weeks that you've done. So for me is the color yellow, the shape stars, and the theme of animals. So in the next seven days, starting Friday, I'm going to be kind of whatever comes to mind. And if it's like a bee because it's yellow and an animal, well, that's cool. Maybe it's a bee flying with stars around it. Maybe I can combine all three themes. Maybe I can do something where it's just the color yellow again because I, it makes me feel happy or whatever within those three categories, I guess you could call it. Um, So really the focus for this week is to keep creating, obviously, but more so to stop and reflect. Now I'm going to go through a list of questions that uh, I'm kind of going to be working through as as I create this week. Um, If you're journaling or if you're doing photography or you're doing cooking or you're doing writing, um, I will obviously post these questions again on my Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I also post them on the YouTube videos that I have. So under um, under the actual video. So if you if that's easier for you than to listen to this podcast, you can just go straight there to grab them. If you like to listen while you're doing dishes or laundry, <laughs> way to get everything done. All right. Um, No, seriously, I just listen to podcasts during laundry time because that's the only way I can get through it. Otherwise, it just piles up for weeks and weeks. And then we all run out of underwear. TMI. Okay. (sighs) Yes. So I feel like I say like the randomest things. And I'm like, people are like, gosh, she's so weird. And I'm like, I know. I know this already. But yes. So reflection. (laughs) Let's see, I'm going back to my notebook. Here are my questions. Okay, so as you reflect, think about what has been the easiest part. So 
as you've been creating the past three weeks, what has been easy for you? Um, Showing up, picking a theme, picking something in the category, just writing, sharing with people, like what has come really easy for you? Um, Sometimes that gives us an insight as to what we're really comfortable with. Um, Obviously, sharing for me has been easy because I'm used to it now. I've been doing it for over a year. And so putting my artwork out into the interwebs is not as scary as it used to be. So for me, it's like, I made this. I'm not super proud of it, but here it is anyways. I don't know if anybody's looking at it, but it's there for my own accountability. So that part's been easier for me this time around, for sure. Um, then after that, kind of like, okay, so what's been the hardest part? Um, this can bring up a lot of different things, especially if you are highly sensitive, this can be a little bit of a sore topic. Um, mainly because we are going through a pandemic and there's so much going around us. Like this is probably if I were to say one of the worst and the best times to do a project like this, because uh, I think about it from my perspective and it's, it's not so much that I'm tired physically. Yes, I'm very tired. And yes, I keep saying I'm exhausted because motherhood is hard at this stage. I'm like spiritually, spiritually exhausted from this pandemic and all the anxiety that goes with it, all the emotional stress that we're all under in different ways and I talk to different friends throughout the week and everyone's going through their own hardships and so it's hard for for me to not start comparing and be like oh my gosh there's no way I should be feeling this because they're going through this other horrible thing that's a way worse than mine so that comparative suffering is always there I feel like especially during this pandemic especially in motherhood. And so there's, I would say that's been one of the hardest things for me um, to not get stuck in my own feelings, kind of like I did last week. I was kind of, I was a little whiny. I know I get like that from time to time. So uh, for different reasons. So I think just kind of not getting stuck in my feelings and pushing through those harder moments and understanding that I have my own process and that it's okay that I'm suffering even though someone else is also suffering. So kind of learning to coexist with those feelings has been really hard for me this time around. Where like last year when I did this project um, and I did it for a year long, I was traveling to New Mexico and I was staying in a hotel room. And Yes, I was pregnant and super tired, but I could devote a full hour to my painting if I wanted to. Um, and I did. And it was glorious. Um, I was so tired, but it was very different. <laughs> and so that's, I think, the hardest part for me is to really devote the time that I've been wanting and not being able to in the way that I want to show up for myself and so it it's really making me come to face with how am I going to be a present mother and be in the moment with my children when I feel like my cup is empty and refueling at this point in this time frame of a pandemic is a really, really hard thing to do. So how can I continue to pour onto others and do the best job I can as a wife, as a mom, as whatever, everything else, while I feel like I'm running on empty. And so I think that's, that's been a huge thing for me. So and it's been hard. And then 
with our dog dying and all that stuff. It's just, you know, it's it's hard. So obviously that's going to change from week to week. And this is kind of like your own personal reflection. So you don't have to share all that with me unless you really want to. Um, the next question I have here is how are your day-to-day moments changing? Uh, it's been really cool because my husband that week that we were doing shapes, he decided to be creative in a way where he's noticing shapes on the route that he's on. So he's a delivery driver person and he's looking at maps all day, you know, delivering from house to house, from business to business. And he's like, came home one day. He's like, oh my gosh, you guys. I found a triangle street. I found a trapezoid street. He would show us on the map, like, it's an actual trapezoid. Like, whoever came up with the structure of this neighborhood literally put in, like, a perfect trapezoid with the streets. And I'm like, somebody had to design that at some point. Like, they probably thought about the shapes. They probably thought they were so clever putting in a trapezoid street for whatever reason. Um so you become a little bit more mindful, I guess, in a way of your day-to-day living. You start bringing into, bringing things into your relationships are maybe a little bit more out of the ordinary. Like, when was the last time I asked my husband, hey, so how was your route today? Did you drive in any particular shapes? Like, that's not a question I would typically ask. But because we are being creative in our day-to-day life, it's forcing us to kind of have conversations are out of the box, which was kind of cool because my son has been learning all about shapes in kindergarten. Um, So it's, you know, he's like, oh, you know, they're learning about like right angles and triangles. I don't know, kinds of weird stuff that I don't remember learning until I was older, but whatever. Um, And so it's, it's been interesting the kinds of conversations we're able to have lately. Um, The next question is, are you resisting part of this process? Uh, and this is where I get a little bit more of like tough love. If you say you want to lead a creative life and let's say you have all these projects that you want to work on and you have these dreams and hopes, but you keep putting them off for one day, I will get to them which I tend to do 98% of the time. So this is not coming from a place of judgment. This is coming from a place of like, I totally get that. There's usually a deeper reason why we do that. Um, So for me to say, I really want to write a children's book, for example, and I'm still putting it off because I'm scared. I'm scared that whatever I write, I'm scared that whatever I produce um, in a visual way, like for an actual children's book, I'm I'm scared that it's, I'm going to feel like it's not good enough. And so therefore, if what I produce is not good enough, then therefore I'm not a good enough person. And I know that's like super deep and I'm saying it so matter of factly, but I've, you know, I've been working a lot through these stories I've told myself for years and years and years for different reasons the way I grew up the way that my family is all the cycles I'm breaking parenting um, going through hardships in my marriage I mean like a gazillion things that happen that just kind of force you to confront these stories once and for all and so I've noticed a lot of the times when I'm resisting creating something it's usually because of that story I tell myself if I draw this and it doesn't come out the way I want it to, does that mean I'm not perfect and therefore I'm not good enough? And so going through that story over and over again is the best way for me to work that out for myself. You don't have like, 
you don't have to work out your stories if you don't if you don't want to but like that's usually what it means for me so really think about it on the days that you don't show up for yourself is it really because you accidentally fell asleep with your baby which I did this past week if you saw my Instagram and Facebook page um totally passed out with the baby didn't mean to but I did or is it really that you're resisting an idea, you're resisting a nudge, and so you're holding back because you're scared, there's a fear there. So really investigating that is one of the reflection questions. Um. So then the next one would be, what's holding you back? Yeah, so part of the resisting part is, you know, maybe you feel like there's something holding you back, or that maybe, you know, you feel like you're limited in some way or that you are not dedicated enough to something like this because you don't feel you're a creative person. I mean, there's a gazillion things again. And then what can you do about it? Um, I think this is where the tough love part comes in. You either do something about it or you don't. Like you either say, this is not the project for me at this time or ever. And that's fine. Like it You can say no. Um, or you say, all right, I'm having a hard time with this. I need to work through it somehow. This is one baby step I can take. Putting my marker on this piece of paper for five minutes, that's what I can do today. And that's how I'm going to show up. And that's how I'm going to work through this one feeling. And so I think that's really important, especially for highly sensitive people that we tend to kind of get stuck in that fear a little bit. So those are kind of like the deeper ones, <laughs> the deeper questions that you can reflect on. I am having a highly sensitive people meeting on Saturday. So if you want the message, um, the Zoom link for that, let me know, obviously. Um, or we're really going to dive in through some of these questions. So if you're going to that, kind of start processing now. Today should be Wednesday, so you have a couple days to think about that. Um really just start brainstorming some ideas of how you're showing up in your life, even if it's not in a creative way, like how are you showing up day to day? Um, I'll be sharing a lot of, you know, kind of how I haven't been feeling like showing up and going through the process of talking myself through, you know what, you have to get out of bed, like you have to feed your children today. So um, yeah, it's been ups and downs lately. Um, I had some other question. The last two I had was, you know, what has been your favorite creation so far and why? And then the last one, if you could inspire just one person with your creativity, who would it be and why? So let's say you create something and your creation is going to inspire one person to go out there and create or go out there and live their lives or whatever. You know, who would you want to inspire and why? Um. And kind of live from that place. So for me, for example, is right now lately, it's if I could inspire somebody, it would be my son. Um, I know he's having a hard time with being stuck at home. And so I've seen such a huge growth in him artistically because he's been watching me show up every day. And it's not because I'm forcing him to draw, but we're giving him the tools and the space and the time and the motivation of, look, I'm, I'm showing up every day. He's seeing how awesome it's been for me. So now he's like, oh, I, I can do that too. And so 
it's also been really motivational for me to kind of work through those emotional pieces. Oh man, I made a mistake. I'll just grab a new piece of paper or I'll just do this or, you know, kind of model some of that positive growth mindset that we want him to implement in other areas of his life. So there's, there is obviously a huge reason why I do this. And there's a bigger reason why I'm showing up every day. And so on those harder days, or when I'm reflecting like this week, I think about that, like if I can show up and inspire just one person, who would it be and why? And I, I stay in that place. And I imagine myself doing that, because that's where my most true self will show up, if that makes any sense. And so when you're having those harder days, you know, kind of think about that. If you could show up and inspire just one person in your life, who would it be and why? And really imagine yourself like creating something that someone else will see and might feel like that one person will see and they'll feel inspired. So um, those are the questions for this week. I know that's a lot, but we'll keep those same questions for the reflection piece for the next two rounds that we do a reflection. So it'll be three different themes and then the reflection. We'll do another three different themes and then a reflection and then the last round. Um, And there's a method for my setup and I'll explain that at the very end. But if you are just focusing on the HSB Creative Project, this is a good time to stop (laughs) and not listen to the life things that are happening in my life. But if you are here for all of that, all the juicy details of what a stay-at-home mom with two kids does in quarantine in the year 2021, then stay tuned. Um, I know it's too dramatic to be, like, it's too early to be this dramatic. It's like 8 o'clock. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. Um, let's see what's going on in the Plata life. Lately, it's been... I don't know. It's it's kind of been up and down. I'm honestly really struggling with my dog dying still. Like I think that's just going to be the ongoing feeling I have for a really long time. There was a day where I literally could not stop crying all day and I just like everything around me of him and I'm trying so hard to hold it together. And just pretend that I'm fine. But the thing about having a highly sensitive child, which is a gift and a curse, is that he's very in tune with me. And he can pick up right away when I'm trying to cover up my own feelings. And he calls BS. And it makes him feel very unsettled. And it makes him very reactive to everything. And so I can tell when I'm... (sighs) just trying to get through and I'm not acknowledging the feelings I should be acknowledging and he can tell when I'm doing that and so it makes him feel very unstable I guess you could say it because he's also very highly sensitive and so it's easier for everyone just all around to get all the feelings out there and to actually feel them and to live through them and better for me as a parent to experience that in front of him and model how to handle it. Um, The challenge I have, obviously, is that I have never lost a dog that I've owned for 14 years and that saw me through all my big changes into adulthood. And so I've 
this is the first time I'm having to do this. And now I'm having to do it with a walking almost one-year-old and a global pandemic while helping my son with online learning and having to be his teacher at the same time. So it's just, it's the first time. Like, of course, it's going to be not so great and it's going to be messy and it's not going to be like perfect book like you're supposed to say this and so I forget that part so I'm really hard on myself and we go back to the stories I tell myself blah 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 all that Brene Brown psychological stuff that you know I've discussed many many times but I'm learning that the more I show up as myself in my own bubble the more I can show up for the world around me and so yeah there was a day last week where I just like literally cried all day and then I was like, you know what, let's go for a walk. That might be really good. I know when I can't get past my feelings, moving my body is a really good way to do that. Um, so we went for a walk. And as we were leaving the house, my son said, it's just really hard. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's really hard? He's like, watching you cry. Like, you've been crying all day. And I'm like, shoot, like, he's right. And So for him to be honest and kind with me in that way, I mean, it wasn't like he was mad at me. He was just very like, I'm feeling unsettled because I'm having to watch you cry in a very honest six-year-old way. And he's like, you know what? Thank you for being so honest with me. That's one of our family values that we've sat down and written down. And I said, thank you so much for being honest with me in a very kind way. Like, yeah, I, I can imagine how that could be really hard, but I really appreciate you. Like, you know, just kind of telling me that that's hard for you. Um, I'm working on it and I will continue to be sad, but maybe the crying can, I can simmer down a bit, um, which I did. It kind of, it kind of slaps you in the face when your six-year-old kid tells you that. Um, but yeah, and then earlier that morning, he had given me the pamphlet that the vet gave us when we got the ashes for our dog that had the grief number on it he's like here call this number kind of like there's tools for you mom like you you can do it and so <laughs> it's kind of funny now but it wasn't so funny then but I was like that's so cool that he's realizing like there's ways to help and there's ways that you can get help when you're feeling like that so uh that's one of the bigger stories I guess I have for this week just kind of living life that way and understanding that what I do now is really setting up the foundation for him and that feels so big and heavy but at the same time it's such a gift and it's such a challenge and it's such an immense amount of responsibility but in such a beautiful way like it's in that how we can change the world too I've been having this feeling of like oh what am I doing with my life and it's like what am I doing with my life? Like I'm setting up these humans to be able to lead a certain kind of life. And that's, that's awesome. Like that's such an honor to be able to do that. And so when I change my perspective from this sucks, I'm stuck at home to like, I have the honor of raising these children to be kind and to be honest and to be able to work their feelings as a highly sensitive person in a healthy way that's cool and so kind of redirecting myself that way Uh, not easy and doesn't work every single time so let's just throw that out there so you don't think that I'm like oh and then we all lived happily ever after we did not it's been up and down like I said 
the other thing I was going to mention this week, and this might be a little bit of a longer episode, so you can pause me if you need to. Mostly for my husband who says, I had to pause you five times during this episode because you talk too much. I do. I feel like talking. So, um, yesterday we went to the Riparian Preserve. There's one here in Gilbert. Um, it's not too far from our house, but it's really cool. They have like these ponds that they've, you know, they've created and it draws all this like wildlife, all these birds and people go and they with their binoculars and they look up the different types of birds. I'm not a bird person, so I can't even tell you the difference between the different birds. I don't, I'm not, it's not like I love looking at birds. I'm, that'd be cool if I was, but I'm not one of those people, which is fine. But yesterday, you know, we had, my son had the day off for President's Day and I woke up and I was like, you know what? We haven't been there in a long time. We need to get outside and just out of this house. So we're not pooped up and, that's a good place to go. Even if there are people, there's enough space where you can stay six feet apart. We'll take, we're going to take our masks. Like, it'll be good. And so we wake up. I'm like, I'm going to be have a really good attitude. I'm not going to be annoyed with everything. Get in the car. I'm like, let's stop and get coffee because it was really cold. I'm like, let's grab a coffee. I can, you know, put it in the stroller. It'd be really nice. Um. So we stop and get coffee. The line's a little bit long. I'm like, it's fine. It's all good. And then we get there. We start walking. And typically my son's like, let's go this way. Let's go that way. Let's go this way. He gets really excited to pick the paths. And I resist a lot because I can foresee what could happen. And going up at the top of a hill, I can see how he's planning to like run down the hill and all the horrible things that could happen. So my anxiety obviously is something that kind of limits the way I parent during these situations, which I'm working through. And so I said, okay, fine. This is one of those days where I just, I feel like I just need to listen and go whatever way he wants. So we went up the hill into this little like area. It's nice and it's got a little area to sit. And I'm just like feeling the moment, breathing it in. And I like close my eyes. I'm like, this feels right. Like something about this feels right. The universe guided me here today and it feels good. Then I open my eyes and up the hill, I see this person with her teenage son. And I'm like, oh my God, that's my friend that I haven't seen for over a year because of the pandemic. And I haven't talked to her because she's teaching and it's just one of those people that like, she's one of those people that's not necessarily connected through technology as much. So for me to like text her or call her or email, I mean, things like that, it's just, that's not the kind of friendship we have. So it's, it's one of those, like we would meet every other week for coffee and we met face to face. Like that's the kind of friendship we had, right? Have had whatever, but I hadn't seen her since, uh, my baby shower, which was a year ago, over a year ago, and I just, like, I wanted to, like, run and hug her, obviously I didn't, but I hadn't seen this person in over a year, and I just, like, yell her name, she's like, oh my god, we literally just stood at the top of this little hill, talked for, like, an hour or whatever, while my kid just kind of explored around, and her kid just kind of kept an eye on him to make sure he didn't fall in the ponds, um, And obviously I was paying attention to, but I just go back and I always think like whenever you run into someone, what are the chances of that happening? First of all, like the, all the things that had to happen at a specific time 
so that you could both be at that specific place at that specific time. And so I just, it's one of those things that you're like, there's got to be something bigger out there. Like I needed to have the conversation I had with her. I needed to feel connected to her again. The universe obviously worked its way. I needed, because I had been thinking about her lately, like I needed to see that she was okay because she's been teaching in person this whole time. And I needed to just know that she was doing well. And she had changed her phone number. So that's why she's like, I'm so happy I saw you because I changed my phone number. She's like, I don't even have my my phone on me. And just like laugh because I'm like, that's the type of person she is. That's the type of friendship we have. Like she just doesn't carry a phone with her, which I find super admirable, um, especially these days. So anyways, that just for me meant a lot of... You're on the right path because your path is your path. And just keep listening to those little intuition moments. Listen to your kids if you're a mom or a parent or a dad. Like, they have so much wisdom within them that we don't realize it. And when your kid says, hey, let's go this way on this path, maybe you're supposed to go that way. Uh, Maybe you're not. And he'll fall and trip and bust his lip. Like, it has happened many times. Um, But, you know... It could be, you know, the universe guiding you into running into someone that you really needed to see and fill your cup that way. So I was just so excited to see her and to kind of share what I've been doing with her and for her to ask me questions and for me to ask her questions about what she's been doing and just reconnecting in such like a powerful way that it just left my cup so full for the rest of the day. Because of that interaction, you know, where I literally talked to my friend six feet apart with a mask on and I couldn't hug her, even though we're not like the hugging type, like it just meant so much to me that it allowed me to show up the way I needed to for the rest of the day, which I could go into, but I won't. Um, So I guess a bigger reflection here is. Sometimes we're put in situations or sometimes we're put in places where we are being forced to grow. Maybe they move you to another school as a teacher, um, or maybe you've had to make that decision for your family that you can't go back to teaching in person. I'm talking to my teacher friends here, obviously, but maybe you made the decision to stay home or maybe you've made the decision to go back to work and there's a reason why you're on the path that you're on. There's a reason why you've joined the HSV creative project, whether you're doing it every day or not. There's a reason why you've joined an HSV group. There's a reason why you're connecting with new people in a specific way. There's a reason why you've had that nudge to write that book. And so it goes back to that question I had earlier. You know, if you could inspire just one person who would that be and why? And it it just really makes me think we've got to listen to that intuition a little bit more and trust ourselves and let go of that fear of whatever it is that you're not good enough, that people aren't going to like it, that you don't have time. Like we have got to shed all of that if we're going to show up for ourselves and for other people in a way that is meaningful and authentic and true to who you are and really from the heart, you know, Brene Brown talks a lot about wholehearted living and what that means. And it's showing up as who you are, like with your whole heart, 
Um, and I think about my dog, Sam, and I, obviously like I get really sad, but that's the risk we take when we allow that type of love in our lives is, you know, a dog will love you with their whole heart and you will love the dog with your whole heart and you run the risk of being heartbroken. But imagine if you protect your heart and imagine if you protect yourself you miss out on all that connection and all that greatness and all that goodness and all that inspiration and all that love. And what kind of life is that where you're missing out on all of that? And so I guess my big reflection for this week and this month and all this is when you show up for yourself and you show up in a creative way, you're showing up with your whole heart. And isn't that something we all deserve? Isn't that something that you deserve? So I'll leave you with that so you can reflect on that. And also because this is a really long episode. So the question for this week and the theme is reflect and really think about it. How do you show up for your life? And are you protecting yourself? Are you putting up an armor in some way in the areas that matter most to you? Um, You know, what values are you living from that maybe you're, not the proudest of and that you might want to change and I'll just stop talking because I could go on forever but anyways uh, next week we will talk about the next theme which I have to go back and look at what it is but um, yeah this is like phase one of the HSB creative project so next week we'll start phase two (laughs) really dramatic dun 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 lots of like dramatic music in the background Uh, in my head. That's what just happened in my head. (laughs) But I hope you keep creating. I hope you keep showing up. I really, really hope that this resonated with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all the people who are sharing their lovely artwork and creations and writing and through emails and through text messages and through photos and through, you know, Instagram and Facebook. I'm just like, I make it sound like there's thousands of people doing this. There's not. There's a handful of us. But it just, it really motivates me to keep going. And it inspires me to keep showing up as myself. And to just live my life and share it with others. And if that's what I'm meant to do on this earth, then that's what I'm meant to do on this earth. And I am happy to be here talking to myself, knowing that someone out there is going to listen. So, If you are that one person, thank you so much for showing up and I will talk to you next time. Adios. Hasta luego.